Welcome to Sunday Sermons from Trinity UMC in Lincoln, a podcast to help on the faith journey. Now on to this week's message from Pastor Jeff Slater. Have you ever seen a vinegar and baking soda volcano? I want to ask our kids that are here because we got a bunch today. You, of course you've seen a vinegar and baking soda volcano, right? Uh, usually you spend some time with paper mache or whatever. You can buy some plastic ones. You know, you mix the vinegar and baking soda uh, and usually some food coloring and it gets all bubbly in there, right? And then what happens? Kind of get... <laughs> right? It's not exactly a, a shooting for the sky, but it is cool to watch it happen. Uh, and uh, uh, I know I grew up uh, watching Mr. Wizard. Anybody my age remember Mr. Wizard on Nickelodeon in the early days? All right, there's a couple. <laughs> but uh, that's one of the fun things is vinegar and baking soda. And I bring it up because I believe that gratitude naturally overflows. You know, we're doing a series on gratitude right now called Grateful, uh, and the idea is, the, is to spend an entire month talking about gratitude uh, and being grateful. You know, so often we do it at Thanksgiving time, and that's great that we have a holiday for being thankful, but it deserves more than just one week. It's a topic that deserves going a little bit deeper on, and so that's what we're doing in this series. Uh, we have these pads. If you haven't gotten one yet, there's still time. You know, this kind of got interrupted by the uh, worship in the park, a good thing to interrupt it with, but we've all fallen behind. The idea with these pads is to take one home or do it here, write down things that you're grateful for, and then bring it back and we'll contribute them to this jar. Now, I will tell you that this jar ought to be overflowing already by now, and I realized as I was getting ready to urge you guys to do it again that I hadn't added any yet. So I'm just as guilty. Now, uh, uh, Amy was going through the jar uh, a week or so ago, and she found an entire pad in there. Uh, I don't know who it was, and I, and I don't need to know who it was, of course. This is also confidential, but somebody had filled up the entire pad and put it in there. So you know what I'm going to do this week? Next week is the last week of the series. I'm going to challenge myself to do it this week. I'm going to take this pad, I'm going to have it on my desk, I'm going to take it home with me, and I'm going to bring it back next week full. <laughs> I'm going to see what that experience is like. You'll find the pad pads on the way out. I hope you'll grab one too and you ought to uh, give it a try. Well, I mentioned worship in the park and there was something in the, 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 that I talked about in the sermon when we were uh, at Ald Pavilion that week that I want to say again because I think it's a, a perfect example of uh, what gratitude is like and that is the example of a cup, a bowl, and a platter. So, my uh, iPad's been a little slow lately. Hey, it worked. Nice. <laughs> so here's how the example works. Now, this is really an example about the life of faith, about spirituality. We talk so much about uh, being uh, people who are fully alive in Christ here at Trinity. And this, to me, this is what it's about. That first we have to put on our own oxygen mask, <laughs> right? First we have to make sure that we are full. We have to take times for ourselves uh, so that we can be full of life. And that is like the cup. Now we do that by praying, we do that by spending time with God, we do that by worship, we do that by learning and growing in our faith. There are so many ways. But so many of us try to live our lives running on empty. You know, we don't make time for those things. And as a result, we go around with a cup half full. 
Now that's the nice way to look at it, but of course I could say we go around with our cup half empty too, <laughs> right? Or maybe we go around with just a couple dredges in the bottom. You know when you finished a glass of water and you forget you finished it, and then you go for one more sip and it's like you hold it there a while until the dribble comes out? How many of you have tried to live with your cup like that? We've all been there from time to time. But when our cup is full, you see, it overflows. And it overflows into our community around us. Now that's what's represented by the bowl. Now uh, for many that might be your family, that when your cup is full, that life that's in you starts to spill over, starts to carry over to the people who are closest to you. That might mean your workplace and your coworkers, that your joy, that your, uh, uh, well not always cheerfulness, but uh, and I, by joy I don't mean happiness, I mean that inner sense starts to spread to those around you. Maybe it means your growth group, maybe it means uh, whoever's around you, the most. But when your cup is full, it begins to spill into your community. And when your community is full of life, well, that's when it spills over into the platter. That's when it spills over into the world. That's when it starts to make a difference and change everything. And by the way, our whole strategy as a church is kind of built on this. You know, when we, uh, when we set our uh, vision with church council, I didn't actually use this example, but it was in my head. You know, the idea is that we are filled ourselves. That uh, uh, overflows into our growth groups uh, is an intentional way to do it, but whatever your community is, and if we want to make a difference in the world, if we want to truly make a splash as a church, this is how we do it. First, we make sure our cup is full to overflowing. We overflow our community around us and then watch how it spreads out, how it floods into the world around us. Now, today, we're drilling down on that overflow and gratitude. And today's scripture is, well, it's right next to one of my favorites. <laughs> if you were to ask me my favorite verse in the Bible, oh, how terrible of a question is that for a pastor? But if you force me to ask, uh, answer what's my favorite verse, I would probably say uh, the verse in 1 John 4 that said, God is love. Those three words say so much. I use that scripture at weddings pretty often because I want the couple to know that when they experience love for one another, they're seeing a little sliver of God. Now, just a little sliver. God is a lot bigger than human love, as wonderful as that is. But if they want to increase their love as a couple, well, going to God and including God in that is a way to bring even more love, to fill their cups to overflowing, right? There it is again. And this scripture that we read today, that McKenna read for us, is right next to that verse. And this is a mystical and a passage that would take hours to unpack. So I just picked out a few of the verses. But listen to them again. Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, so let me put it into the language of my metaphor with the cup, bowl, and plate here. If God has filled our cup, as God tends to do, if God loved us this way, we also ought to love one another. It ought to overflow to those that are around us. We love because God first loved us. We overflow because God first poured into us. This commandment we have from him, those who claim to love God ought to love their brother and sister also. Now that gets a little harsh if you think about it. Those who claim to love God ought to love their brother and sister also. That, that implies pretty strongly that if you don't love those around you, 
it means that maybe your love for God isn't as strong as you'd like to believe. <laughs> but there's truth in that harshness, is there not? That passage gives us this idea that God created the world almost as an overflow of God's own love. And if we love God, it will overflow to others. It will necessarily overflow from us to others. I believe it's unavoidable. The love that doesn't move outward isn't love at all. Hey, Richard, bring those up and put them up here, would you? I'll use them in just a minute. So think for a minute about the love of a parent. The love of a parent naturally overflows to kids, right? It's hard sometimes, believe me. But when that, love is, when that love is at its best, it naturally overflows to the kids and to others too. Think about even young romantic love. Love always moves outward. Real love demands to be shared. Now, are you ready for this? Love and gratitude are like vinegar and baking soda. Now think about that for a second. Love and gratitude are like vinegar and baking soda. When you mix that kind of love with gratitude, so in other words, when you name the goodness that's in your life, when you become aware and say, you know what, I am really blessed and I am grateful, when you name that love, it starts to bubble up. Right? The love's already there. God loves you whether you know it or not. But when you name it, it starts to bubble up. And that's what makes it begin to overflow. Love and gratitude are like vinegar and baking soda. It builds naturally and overflows whether we want it to or not. <laughs> but let's be honest now. Vinegar and baking soda is, is kind of slow. <laughs> The, uh, the, the uh, volcanoes made with vinegar and baking soda, it's, it's neat. But it doesn't exactly shoot up into the sky like a real volcano, does it? It just kind of blah, 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 blah over the side. <laughs> it makes me wonder, is there anything that we could do that would make our love and our gratitude make even more of a difference in the world? Prayer is one thing that comes to mind. Now, maybe that seems obvious, but think about it. Gratitude in our hearts will eventually bubble over on its own. I really believe that. People who, people who don't even know God yet are grateful know a better kind of life, and it bubbles over even out of them. But if we include God, if we include God in our bubbling, if we include God in our gratitude, in naming the goodness and love in our lives, well, then uh, sharing it with God brings it to the surface that much faster. Now, sharing our gratitude with those around us, I think that's a way too, you see, because it begins to multiply it. You know, kind of like when we share our gratitude with God, it bubbles faster and the bubbles multiply more. When we share our gratitude with those around us, it makes them grateful too, and it makes them think about themselves. So it, it, it takes the bubbling over that we might do on our own and multiplies it by everyone we share it with. Gratitude shared makes one plus one equal even more than two. And I would suggest this too, but, but bear with me because it might not make sense at first. I would suggest that serving with the poor also makes our gratitude bubble up stronger. 
Because there's something about being, uh, serving, not, 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 not serving people, but serving with people who have a harder life than you, that when you see their gratitude, even though they have less than you, that seems to multiply our own gratitude, that too. That, that seems to make that bubbling up of our gratitude and our love to the point of overflowing that much more. So, in other words, gratitude shared in action makes one plus one equal way more than two. Gratitude always overflows, but it gets multiplied by prayer, community, and service. Now, I don't know if we have any chemistry teachers here. Do we have any chemists with us today? Okay, good, because I'm not one and I'm probably going to say this wrong. <laughs> so don't hold me to it. But my understanding of chemistry is that a catalyst is something that makes a reaction happen faster and more easily. So if, some, if a chemical reaction is going to happen anyway and you add a catalyst to it, it means that it's going to happen faster. It's going to bubble over more. It's going to take that vinegar and baking soda, blah, 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 and make it even more so. All right, so I have an example for you today of what I think these things are like. I don't know if any of you, kids especially, have heard of elephant toothpaste, but if you go online and put elephant toothpaste into YouTube, you will quickly find out. And if any of our trustees who care for our building have heard of elephant toothpaste, maybe wait outside for a minute. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put this here. Kids, if you want to come up and watch closer, now's the time. Come on up, gather around, get to where you can see it. And I know we have kids who are joining us online, so I'm going to try to put this to where you can see it and they can see it there. Okay, so this is hydrogen peroxide. Now, this is the same kind of stuff that if you have a cold sore, you might swish with in your mouth, only this is a little bit stronger. I didn't get the super strong kind that shoots up into the air because, uh, you know, we, we don't want to make a mess and we're inside. Well, we want to make a little mess. <laughs> but this is hydrogen peroxide. Now, the hydrogen peroxide is already reacting with the air. Now, we can't see it, but... It's already bubbling just a little bit. And in fact, if we took a balloon and we were to put the balloon over the top of this, uh, this flask, that balloon would eventually blow up, right? It's going to take a while. Let's be honest. It's going to take a while for it to bubble over. Sorry, I can't count drops and talk at the same time. So if we put a balloon over the top, it would eventually bubble over just like our being grateful eventually spreads to the world around us and changes things. All right, can everything be seen? But prayer, sharing our great gratitude with God. Uh, uh, what, what were my three things? I forgot them. <laughs> community, prayer, community, sharing our gratitude with the people around us. Gratitude in service, that acts like a catalyst. And when we combine all of that, this is what happens. You guys ready? Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> it doesn't just overflow. It overflows fast. It not only fills 
our cup, but it spreads into our community that's around us and into the platter. You know, if this were a real sermon example, I'd be spilling this all over the floor so it changed all of them too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought about getting potassium iodide and I thought about getting stronger too, but I really didn't want to make a mess or have to wear safety goggles. <laughs> okay, guys, you can go back and sit down. So here's my prayer for you guys today. You all are grateful, I know it. And you all overflow, I know it. So my challenge to you is, what's your catalyst? What's the catalyst that would take the gratefulness in your life and make it do this? And make it overflow fast to those around you? And whatever it is, I hope you do that thing. Whether it's prayer, whether it's community, whether it's service, I hope you will do whatever it is that takes the love that God has given you and makes it overflow at a huge rate. Let's pray. Oh God, thank you for elephant toothpaste. And thank you for all the ways that you fill our cup. Fill us with your love. Fill us with your goodness. And help us to do the things that makes it overflow even faster. We pray it in the good name of Jesus, who fills our cup daily, whether we know it or not. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this week's Sunday Sermon. For more information on growth groups or how to more fully embrace the life of faith, visit us at www.trinitylincoln.org.